Welcome to the Ani and Ryan podcast. Hello and welcome to the Ani and Ryan podcast. I am Ryan. And I am Ani. And today we figured that it would be a good idea to talk about our story, our personal stories, and also our uh, story and ongoing uh, developments as a couple. Um, we have, a, I think, a rather unique path that we're on, and we just wanted to share that so those who don't know us can get to know us a little better. So, honey, you can go ahead and go first. Yeah, so I'm Annie, um, and I am from Germany, from East Berlin. So I was actually born in the former GDR, um, and my family is from the former GDR. So um, I was raised in Berlin. I mean, I was one year old when the wall came down um, in Berlin, and... My family still, though, to this day, like, even though it's been a while that that happened, that still is shaping the people here. Like, it's still a big influence. Like it's, I see that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And we can talk more about that later. But, um, yeah, I was basically raised in Berlin. And later on, we moved into the outer skirts of Berlin to Brandenburg, um, east side of Berlin. I spent my teenage years there, I went to vocational school, um, I worked, and my life was pretty normal until I met Ryan, <laughs> and everything changed. Um, yeah, so much about me, about basically where I'm coming from. Um, my my parents also got divorced when I was four years old, so I was actually raised by my dad um, as a kid, and then later on um, moved to my mom. So um, yeah, there's definitely there was a lot going on in my childhood, and I am Ryan. Um, was born and raised in Knightstown, Indiana, and. I would care to say you've probably never heard of that town. It's a very small little place, and not a whole lot goes on there. Um, I was there pretty much until I was about 17, almost 18, and then I left to go to college, and I went to a few different schools for telecommunications and broadcasting, and I've always kind of been into music. I started playing music when I was five years old, and that kind of shaped the uh, course of my life, and also... An interesting bit is that when I was in college, I actually went to a concert in 2002 and interviewed the band that was there, a band called Incubus, and that, I actually met a guy there that day who I ended up working with later in the industry, um, and that really shaped the course of my life, because had I not went to that concert, had I not met this guy, I probably wouldn't have a career in music which means I wouldn't have met you, which means we wouldn't be married, we wouldn't have our son. Uh, all those things would be drastically different. So uh, after that, I went to college in Florida as well. And then I pretty much hit the road. I toured as an audio engineer, and a guitar tech, drum tech, tour manager, uh, you name it, everything except for lights. I always joke they were kind of like the evil people. I never never did uh, lights on tour. I did 
literally every other job, including playing for members that had either hurt themselves or didn't show up uh, or had other things going on. So I did that for a long time. And then once we got married, that kind of shifted things. So uh, let's go ahead and make this a joint conversation from yeah, meeting each other on. So <sighs> how we met, take one, because we kind of say like we met twice. Yeah. So the first one, I pretty much walked in your house and yeah, we said met, hi. We met, we met in my living room in Berlin, well, outside of Berlin, actually. Yeah. yeah. So how that worked was that the longtime boyfriend of your mom was a tour bus driver in Germany, and I was touring with the band, and we had uh, the day, it's not really Thanksgiving here because no one celebrates Thanksgiving in Germany, but it was the time frame of Thanksgiving in the U.S., and we had a day off. And your family was nice enough to invite us in. We stayed at your house in our bus, and we were able to shower and eat a nice home-cooked meal, which when you're touring is like worth its weight in gold. And that is actually how we met. I was just sitting on your couch playing guitar, and we actually have a picture, too, of like yeah. five minutes after we met. Yeah, but so. we have not spoken one word to each other because also have to say that in East... Germany or former East Germany, um, there are no Americans really running around there. So, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, we have English in school, um, but it's just very, like my English, I was just so like, I, I was afraid to speak it. And it's just, you know, you're just not used to it to meet English speaking people. I mean, at least then now there's already like a few years went by and might be a little bit different, but back then I was just super shy. And yeah, but that's where, when we met for the first time. Yep. And then it um, was three years later that we met again. So in that time, we really didn't have hardly any contact, just a, a couple random phone calls, but it's not like you called me or I called you. It was literally uh, your mom's boyfriend would just hand me the phone and yeah. be like, talk to her. Yeah, it was super, super awkward. And yeah. we still, to this day... Have no idea why that we happened. Ha <laughs> we don't know why he did that. Like, yeah. I asked him a thousand times. So I was like, why this guy? Like, why did you do that? He, he would not tell me. Yeah. I think he just probably liked you so much. Maybe. That he wanted to force it or something. I don't know. It worked, though. So the second time we met was in 2011... And I was touring with uh, Blackstone Cherry in Alter Bridge, and we played in Berlin, and you came out, and yeah. that was when we met and kind of sort of kicked things off. We uh, exchanged numbers, and we've talked every day since then, yeah. but um, it was like another, that was in November, and it was like another four or five months before we really decided to try to give it a go as a couple. Yeah, yeah, we wrote every single day on WhatsApp. And yeah, we just, we, we, we wrote every single day and then you came back to Berlin in March. Yes, I believe. Yeah. Yep. and the singer of the band got sick and we ended up having three days here, which we were not, we were only supposed to be here for one night, do the show, go on to the next show, but he got sick and we ended up staying for three days. I remember that. Yeah. So we had a little time. Yeah, and then we kind of 
it was just clear to both of us that we liked each other so much um, that we wanted to go forward with it. And then we decided, okay, what about me visiting him in the US? I've never been there before. I've never really traveled by myself before much. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, just in Europe, but not like international travels um, mm -hmm. to a different continent. So I, it was April, April. right? Yeah. Yep. Mid-April 2012, I flew to the U.S., visited mm -hmm. him for two weeks. Yep. And then we are like, oh, now we have an issue. Like We, we have a little problem now. Like, you're in Germany, yep. I'm in the U.S. Yep. And we definitely, we knew that we didn't want to do long distance. Um, that was just not an option for either of us. No. So at that point, we made the decision that you would come to the U.S. and try it. Like, yeah. just see how it was to live there. Yeah, here's the background with that. <clears throat> so I worked for a project at that time. Um, it sounds weird when you say it like that. Yeah? Y yeah, you were a, essentially a contract employee uh, of the government. That's a better way to say oh, it okay. than working for a project. But working on a project. On a project, yeah. Yes. So... Um, yeah, I was just more, much more flexible um, in that regard. So Ryan had a house in the U.S., he was self-employed, and um, I had much more freedom to just basically take a break. Um, I mean, I did have an apartment, but I was planning on visiting him for like six months, we said, right? Five yeah. to six months. So when you travel to the U.S., you can travel with Esther, for 90 days yep. without having a visa. So I applied for the travel visa so that that would allow me to stay for six months. And that was a big mistake because the U.S. Embassy thought that I would just want to stay in the U.S. Um, yeah, so that was a lesson learned. Yeah. Denied. So they denied my visa, which also means when you... You've you've been den you've been uh, denied a visa. You cannot travel with Esther anymore for like I think ten years, something like that. So you always now have to apply for a visa to mm -hmm. travel. Um, that's where where the route of immigration started for us. Yeah, and so this was in I think May, right? <laughs> May is when you applied. Like you June. went back May. Yeah, June. I mean oh, okay. it took a while. Yeah, the process, but yeah. I remember I was so down. I could not understand it because it was just so not fair. Like, I did not have the intention to stay. I just wanted to be with him for longer because we just wanted to try um, how it is living together and just get to know each other so much more. And Yeah, we had yeah. really only had a few weeks of actually being together at yeah. that point. Yeah, so it really, it really sucked, yeah. really bad. So... With that said, we did the next logical thing, which is buy a uh, stone circle-shaped <laughs> necklace from the Stonehenge gift shop in the UK and obviously you did. You did. get engaged. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it was, um, it was quick, but I, I knew what I wanted. So uh, I literally went to uh, on tour we were at stonehenge we had a day off so we traveled through and it was really cool to see that and i went to the gift shop 
and literally bought the a ring-shaped object. That's a good way to say it. It was a circle uh, cut piece of stone, but it's not like a Stonehenge stone. It's just something they probably sourced from China yeah. or something. <laughs> and uh, I think I paid 12 euro for it, or sorry, 12 pounds. And then I brought that and we had a day uh, in Frankfurt, I think is where uh, it was, Dortmund. Was in no, well, he, we met in Frankfurt. Yes. And then we stayed two days, I think, yes. in Frankfurt. So, yeah. And then we went to Bochum. Yeah. And in Bochum, in the bed bunk. Yeah. In a bunk bed, sorry. He proposed... Bunk, hang on. You need to... Bunk bed it sounds a little different. Oh. In the bunk of a tour bus. Not, yeah. like, not like we're <laughs> just hanging out in children's bunk beds. <laughs> So, a little clarification there. Uh, tour buses have like four to eight, sometimes 12 beds in them, depending on how it's laid out. So Tiny, too. Yeah. So we were crammed in it, and that's how I proposed to her, was crammed in this bunk. So keep in mind, we had really only started talking since November, and it was July 1st that we got engaged. Yeah. It is great. And everybody thought we were nuts. Yeah. And like, we are. We are. Yeah. We, I mean, yeah. We, we, we're nuts together. We're not denying it. It was just for us. There was no, like there was, there was never a doubt in our head. Like, no. It was, it was not even, it was not a formal thing, you know, like, oh, getting married and all that jazz. Like for us, we just wanted to be together. And yeah. that was the only way for us to be together because for Ryan, at that time, he, he didn't want to move to Germany or anything. So he just had much more going on over there than I had here. So for us, then it was just a much yeah. better decision. And that, even though that sounds like you get engaged and you go get married, not the case. It no. still took us almost a year for you to get there. Yeah. Uh, this was in July that we got engaged and you were able to come the next May. That's mm -hmm. how long it took. So in that time, I was saving my money and coming to Germany as often as I could and then working from here remote. Yeah, but don't forget that I also <clears throat> surprised you in England. That's true, too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we had to make it work, but you couldn't come to the U.S. at all. You were, yeah. like, barred from entry. Yeah. And, um, you know, I had to come here, and you came to England. That was awesome. And then... We, we should tell them that story. Others, oh, we're all, yeah. We could just keep going and keep going. We're we're gonna. This is gonna end up being an hour long episode if we share all the the details. Yeah. But that was a funny one because our bus got stuck in the mud and we had to steal a backhoe and. I saw the grandpa. Yeah, you saw Jimmy Page. Yeah, the grandpa. Good times. <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, yeah, so... If you want to know that story, let us know. Yeah, so going on from there, um, fast forward, you know, we got engaged in July of 2012. We, you were able to move here. The funny thing is you get engaged in July, start filing all the paperwork. It takes until May for them to actually approve the paperwork. Oh, yeah. But then once it's approved, you have 90 days to get married. Yeah. And once they approved it and I had the papers, I think we booked the flight the next day. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. Because we waited so long. I canceled everything in Germany already. I was basically sitting there waiting. Yeah. And I mean, it was, um, you couldn't predict it really well. 
no but you had to be ready to react because it's it's just weird how it all works yeah and then you came over and we got married that july 1st so a year to the date after we were engaged we got married and you know life uh, began for us and we we were in kentucky for we were in southern kentucky um from i lived there from 2009 until 2015 we moved to nashville in 2015 and it was i don't know how many people that listen to this have ever been to franklin tennessee but for us we we knew that kentucky wasn't where we wanted to be long term and we started kind of taking some road trips and looking at some other places we went all the way to charleston even yeah um just looking around we went through uh, asheville on the way down and i think we also did the chattanooga atlanta way somewhere um, but also, we went to Franklin, Tennessee, and immediately we were like, this is it. It just hit us. It was like, the houses are... Well, why did we go to Franklin, Tennessee? Because you surprised me, because you're <laughs> awesome. So my favorite recording studio is Dark Horse Recording, which is in Franklin, Tennessee. If you've never seen it, look it up. It looks like Harry Potter's castle built in the woods, um, but it's a recording studio. Um, so she surprised me with a trip there and And I was able to tour it and I was actually able to tour it with the owner of the studio, which was very cool. So, um, check that out if you're into music and, uh, it's just an amazing studio. A lot of stuff has been done there. So that was the day that we went to Franklin, which is a day, uh, that changed the course of our lives again mm-hmm. because we literally went back home and I sold my business, sold my house, uh, and we went to Franklin. We didn't have any jobs there. We just were ready to go. Yeah. So we sold as many of our possessions as we could because I went from having a little over a 2,000 square foot house to going into an apartment in Franklin, and we literally just threw our stuff in the U-Haul and off we went. And that's that's kind of that changed our lives for sure. Um, being in Tennessee, it was a welcome change. It was a, a big difference when you think of the lifestyle, because it's only a, a little over a hundred miles. Mm-hmm. But, but Franklin is very very special. Franklin is a u- very too. unique yeah, place. Like very. the people that live there, a lot of them. There are people that are from there, but there's a lot of people that come in from outside and. Uh, it's a very open-minded place, and it's just, it's a, their kind of saying is rooted in Americana. It's just, you have to check it out. If you've never been, you should go. It's a very cool place. And there's also a couple little um, neighbor, I don't want to even call them neighborhoods, but little villages around there like Leaper's Fork that's mm-hmm. really cool, and Nolansville is kind of up and coming. Um, and then get into Nashville and the suburbs like 12 South and places like that that are really cool to check out. So. Mm-hmm. For us, it was also, it was just a feeling because we were looking for a place, but we didn't know where is that place. And like Charleston, South Carolina, just, it was all beautiful, but it didn't feel right. Yeah. And the day we went to Franklin, it was raining, it was cloudy, it was, it was, Cold. It was very, like very bad weather to look at a town, basically. Yeah. And we drove around there and we were just All like, day. Oh my God, I love it so much. This is amazing. I want to live here. I want to yeah. be buried here. It's amazing. Yeah. 
Yeah, we just had a feeling. It yep. was just immediately felt like home. And as we said earlier, we are, in fact, not normal people. So we went back and sold all of our stuff and went. And um, I was lucky enough to get a job fairly quickly when we got there. And also, here's another little catch, too. The day, literally the day that we moved there, we found out, number one, the offer that was put in on my house, they failed. They didn't get financing. So this chunk of change that we were expecting to carry us over was gone until I had another offer come in like five months later. And two, we found out we were expecting our first child. Mm. The day. The day. The actual day we moved there. No jobs. (laughs) No house sold. Nope. (laughs) And knocked up. (laughs) Yeah. And the business wasn't even sold yet either. I mean, I, it was for sale and we had some potential buyers, yeah. but nothing was even done with that yet. So you, you, you know you want it when you persevere through all of those things and come out smiling on the other end. So Franklin for us feels like home and uh, we spent several years there and we'll be going right back there soon too. Um, but I don't know how, how much you even want to talk about Franklin. We could do an entire episode. Yeah, yeah we could do an entire on episode Franklin. on Franklin. Uh, but long story short, we lived there for several years. We really liked it. Um, I had an opportunity to progress in my career by taking a leadership position in a music company. And uh, that's kind of where we went. We, we tried this. We went to New York City, far east of New York City on Long Island. Uh, Farmingdale, New York is the town, and I went to work for a company called The Dario. And uh, you also worked for a company out of New York, even though you could work from anywhere. Mm-hmm. So why don't you just, since this is an episode about us and our story, what do you, what do you do? What would you to, quote, to quote the Bobs? I'm. A what would you say you do here? <laughs> I'm a health coach. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love what I do, but I'm also like I'm also interested in other areas. When I lived in Germany, I was uh, basically I mean, what do you what how do you what do you call it? What I did? It's always hard for me. Like in English, there's so many different. Um, kind of like a statistician, kind of. Nah, I wouldn't go that far. Like I don't have a degree in st- statistics, so. You're a numbers person. We can say that. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's definitely something I'm interested in. But, yeah, I'm a health coach. I'm very interested in health and wellness, everything that re- like is relating to that. Um, yeah. It's a very broad topic, too. I could talk about mm-hmm. that in an entire episode as well. Mm-hmm. Something else I forgot to leave out, too, is that um, back in 2000. 15 when I when I had my first kind of corporate job in Nashville I began developing products and that really took a hold of me and changed how I'm wired and since then I've been obsessed with developing products both as a job and also I don't want to necessarily call it entrepreneurship because I don't think it's risky enough to call it entrepreneurship but um, definitely being self-employed in that Mm -hmm. regard so 
And the uh, Tesla did change. Yeah, so that's another thing that we could talk an entire hour about is that uh, being in Nashville, we also kind of learned a little bit about Tesla and also giving Eric credit. Uh, my cousin Eric uh, kind of turned us on to Tesla and then we took th and just ran with it. And we're like, this is the most amazing thing yeah. ever. He was like, <laughs> he, he's... <laughs> He was talking about it so much and nobody ever really listened to him. We went with him to the one in Florida when we were on vacation yeah, together. Yeah, and then we, I, f I think we were the only ones really that took him serious on yeah. it. And then we're like, okay, let's, let's, let's tell us go. more about this. Yeah. What, what is Tesla? And then he got us into Tesla, basically. And yeah, we fell in love with Tesla and the entire mission of Tesla. Yeah, so we sold our rockin' Toyota Camry we had and, and went from a Toyota Camry to... Or not a Camry, it was a Corolla. Sorry. Yeah. Don't want to bash the Camry. It oh. was a Corolla. We went from a Toyota Corolla to a Model S P85. And uh, that was quite the shock as far as the transition um, in a good way. Yeah. That was our first electric vehicle. It was insane that this thing had, you know, nearly whatever it was, 450 horsepower, 500 horsepower, something like that. And uh, just the the whole experience, everything of it, you know, and you could, I'm sure by now Tesla's, you know, they're becoming more of a household name and people understand to an extent what it is. But until you actually get in it and drive it, mm -hmm. it's, you don't know, you just don't know. You have no clue. Yeah. If you've never driven a performance electric vehicle, you have no frame of reference. So I actually bought it from an individual in Chicago, and I flew up to Chicago and picked it up and drove it uh, back to Tennessee. And then we ended up taking, shortly after that, a trip to Florida in it. And we drove that thing. We put like 40,000 miles on it in 10 months, something like that. Long. Mm -hmm. It wasn't very long. And then we upgraded, and we had our... First Model X, which was a P90D signature. It was actually VIN 861, one of the very first ones produced. Yeah, it was amazing. Oh my gosh. I miss so much. Yeah, that vehicle. It was so amazing. Yeah, so uh, not to say anything bad about Tesla, the particular vehicle we had, unfortunately, was uh, full of problems, but that was also one of the very first ones that was produced. So... If we had not went from the situation of being in a house where we had an easy place to charge it, where when we went to New York, we were in an apartment in New yeah. York and we didn't have a way to charge it. So there, it actually worked out timing wise that due to the problems, it was actually smart of us to get rid of it and let Tesla buy it back from us. But at the same time, I'm, I'm, as soon as we purchase our next home, we we, would, we are immediately yeah. going to go buy another one like yeah. that. I, that to me is, I would invest. Uh, That's our goal for sure. Yeah. So, absolutely, we'll have another Tesla in 2020 for sure. So, uh, going back to our actual story, though, we went to New York, and well, uh, we went in a few places in between. Yeah, <laughs> but. Yeah, we, we kind of took a long extended vacation. Yeah. So uh, we, were, we were expecting to go to New York, and we had uh, a mold issue on a house that we lived in that led, us to, um, led us to get out of it earlier than we expected. 
So we ended up um, renting an Airbnb for a while, and then we just took an extended trip. Yeah. And we ended up going to New York after that. And uh, that's where my job was. And, you know, the job was fantastic. I'm literally getting paid to develop drum products and music products. And at the time, um, you were with the kiddo because we didn't have daycare mm -hmm. when we got there. And unfortunately, uh, while I love the position, it, Long Island for us was just not home. We didn't have that feeling that we had. Mm -hmm. And it just, Franklin for us is, is where we call home. So uh, with the year lease coming up on the apartment that we had, it was our decision that we made to vacate New York and go to Franklin. So uh, that's where we're going. We're and taking a little detour yeah. right now. So we, yeah. we took an extended trip to Germany in between there, but uh, that's the perk too of building your own a business and she can work remote is that we can continue working regardless of where we are so that works out nice but uh, we will be putting down roots again in Franklin shortly and we just need to find out where exactly we're going to do that yeah so that is uh, that's a broad story basically yeah but we're already half an hour deep in this yeah we could definitely go into very so detail there, but would take forever yeah there's some future episodes so we have an episode on franklin we have an episode on tesla uh just things that we're really passionate about you know we when we see something that we want we just go do it we make it happen we visualize it yeah we manifest it and we go do it and that's the same thing like with the tesla we said that we really wanted to have one and it wasn't even six months later we had our first one mm -hmm. and same thing with franklin we were there at the end of october in 2014 and we moved in february of 2015 and then shortly after that we moved into the apartment and then we bought our townhouse right after that yeah so that's crazy yeah that's a little bit about us um if you have any questions feel free to uh, look us up and I guess we'll kind of break apart into individual stories and go into, you know, Franklin, we can talk about another time, uh, Tesla as well, because Tesla is near and dear to our hearts. We absolutely love them. And we have we a lot of interesting... We even visited them once. Yeah. That was amazing. That might yeah. be something interesting too. Yeah. So we can talk about the time we were invited out to California to go, uh, to go watch the semi-unveiling yeah. and then our fun trip back home that we oh, had yeah. <laughs> yeah it's always good when your plane catches on fire so we'll talk about that another day so thanks for checking it out and listening to us ramble on for half an hour about how much we love each other and our story of life but that is all we've got for now and we'll check in soon take care bye